through me. See, we, we, we like to do physical things, but physical things, doing physical things, just showing up to church don't take us where he is. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it don't take us where he is. It's like, I got to give up uh, 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 thoughts. I got to, uh, uh, my carnality has to bow down to my spirit. That means I have to praise and worship and get myself in a position in my mind, even if I'm not on my knees. It, it, it's like you, you on your knees when you position your mind. You in the right place at that point. See, we do physical stuff. The baptism. You, you, we go down in the water and we come up and they say my hands look new and my feet do too. But that is a natural example of what has to take place on the inside of us. We have to go through the death barrier and the resurrection within us. Yeah, y'all like y'all gonna help me a little bit this morning. That's good. Because that takes us right where we are uh, finishing off from last week. Because I noticed something when I went back, just going back studying over uh, what I preached last week and, and pushing forward. What had happened, and we're going to get into it, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and we're going to cover verses 12 through 16 this morning, uh, the mature conversation number two. But what happened in this text is Paul had come, come through Corinthian, preached the gospel to Corinthian, right? And they, uh, Corinthians being walking, began to uh, understand that the work was to be done on the inside of them, in their mind. But here's the catcher that I missed last week and I caught when I went back just glazing over it. See, see, what we don't understand is this, is that the culture, religion, uh, 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 everything in the three-dimensional world is not going to stop because we got saved, because we've been preached the gospel. The problem with the Corinthians at this particular time is that they, uh, uh, they was unaware that the culture around them was not going to stop, but they actually had to make a choice. It explains to me why Paul come to them and he says, I, 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 I made a choice to only know the Christ and his resurrection among you. I made a choice not to see anything in you but what's really in you. He says, basically, hit, hit. You got to make a choice. Because culture is not going to stop. And culture is what was influencing them. Go back and read it, chapter 1. Was influenced, religion was influencing them. And uh, the culture itself, because they were, the uh, Corinthians was a culture of Greek. And Greek, uh, Greek people uh, 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 were high on knowledge their wisdom, their humanity. So you got to make a choice. Because just because you've been preached the gospel saying that you are free, and you are, you, spirit, you can spiritually see your hearing has been unlocked. It is whether you're aware of it or not. But the thing is, when you leave here and live life, you're going to have the experience and you're going to have the opportunity to choose, to make a decision to know Christ and his resurrection 
in you. And that is what was going on with them. They had been preached. They had come through. But their carnality, they, this opportunity, no condemnation or judgment, but the opportunity to choose really showed them where they were, although they'd been preached the gospel. Am I making sense this morning? And what I'm trying to tell you is, and myself, when we leave here, we have the opportunity to choose. And what you choose tell you exactly where you are. First Corinthians, second chapter, 12 through the 16th verse. Verse 12 say, now, this is Paul, have received, now we have received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Things here is not material things. Excuse me. This text is talking about you might know the mind of God, the thoughts of God that are freely given to us. Verse 13, which things also we speak. Not in words, uh, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. So now that you have received the next thing, the wisdom of God, the next thing is we are to what? Speak. Not the words which man wisdom teacheth, but speak that from the Holy Ghost that teacheth us on inside of us, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Verse 14, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Verse 15, so we get caught up in, in all these conversations, and, and, only, and, the, and I'm not even talking about the world, because that's naturally so the state of them. I'm talking about people that have not come in aware of who they are. We're talking about church folks. Only thing they can identify in each other is what's wrong with them, which says the clearly state is the Bible says the spirit it, 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 it compares spiritual things with. So if you see my sin, my error, you are not seeing from the mind of God. Now, I'm not talking about if I come to you and say, hey, let's have a conversation because I see X, Y, Z. Because here's the thing about the spiritual person. The spiritual person can discern natural and spirit, and they choose, they choose spirit. But if I come to you and I say, hey, I want to have a conversation with you because this is what I see. I'm not judging you. I'm trying to help you in a place. Say, you know what? You're not choosing who you really are. This is what you're choosing to help you identify a place, a real place where you can start. People, God, I'm learning something about us. I'm learning something about us. We don't want a real place. Sometimes we're not looking for the real place to start. But if your foundation have a crack in it, and you start to build, the foundation can only hold up, the, the, what you build can only hold up according to the foundation, the pressure the, that you put on the foundation. 
So you got to have a real, stop trying to psych yourself out. It just say, you know what? <laughs> I have this thorn in my flesh. <laughs> but it's a real place to start in me. It's a crack. And if I fill in the crack, I'm going to have a real place to start. We keep trying to build this house on a faulty foundation. But the natural man, if you're just strictly natural, it receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. They are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Verse 15, and, and I'm, I'm going to go on, I'm going to get to that. I just had a thought about that spiritually discerned. Can I share something with y'all? Hebrews chapter 10 verse 16 says that, that this new covenant that I have with Israel, my children, is, 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 is not going to be written on stone, but it's, I put it in the hearts, uh, in the mind of men. Can I share something with you about that spiritually discerned? It's like, you're not going to have the same, uh, 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 who I am and who you are is spirit. But the contract, the agreement, and our purpose in this life may not be the same. But somewhere along the line, it'll just connect. Just like I was saying this morning, a, a religion want us to want us all grouped together. A uh, uh, kingdom of God say we are each individual expressions of God and that we find our place in the body of Christ so that the image of Christ, the church, can come together. And so it scares me when I hear church folks say this is new, new, and I'm not going to push forward. This is new. Uh, I, I, this ain't written in the Bible. He didn't say it was written in the Bible. He said it's written in the hearts and the mind of men. Yeah. Yeah. So when you begin to talk a new language that nobody has ever heard, don't get scared. You should. We're not a group, we're not an organization. We are individual expressions of God, discerning that spiritually that's on the inside of us. Verse 15, but he that is spiritual judgeth all things, meaning I make a choice. I know who I am spiritually. I am full aware of when my carnality comes up, and I judge all things, yet he himself is judge of no man. I judge myself. And, what you, and when I say judge, judging, I'm talking about you, you know who's talking within you, who voice it is. I can say no to this, and yet this God, this my mama, this God, this my, my uh, uh, poverty, my, my uh, humanity from my, my natural family, this God. But this is my what? My, my, uh, uh, my rape. This, this, is, 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 this is who's talking. I judge myself so that I know who's talking and I do not point the finger at nobody else. Verse 16 says, For who had known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. So when they tell you we talk in new language, this is in the Bible. 
because people act like they never heard it and they might not. And they act like it's not in there and they probably haven't read it and say this is new. We, I, I don't know about this new. But unless you have read my scroll, the mature conversation. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we do thank you and we honor you today. We bless your name. We give you glory. We give you praise. We lift you higher and higher this morning, God. We just love you and we are thankful. Now, God, this word, use me and to speak, God. Use me to speak like never before to shake us loose from what we are holding on to because it don't have us. We have it. And we say thank you. We bless you and we honor you in Christ's name. Amen. Here we are in this text, just to go back a little bit. Paul is talking about wisdom. He's talking about, he, he talks a lot about wisdom in chapter 1. And he talks a lot about wisdom in chapter 2. And the way he talk about it, he's not saying that like wisdom is a bad thing. What he's saying is there's a difference between human wisdom and the secret hidden, hidden wisdom of God. God wisdom includes his plan established before the world was formed to offer salvation to those who believe in Christ. In other words, Paul is saying it is God wisdom, it is that wisdom that exists on the inside of you Corinthian and people of God that, that, that's, uh, that's God's plan and that's your route to salvation. And he says, this is to those who believe in Christ's death on the cross as the payment for their own sin. In other words, here the Corinthian was given the opportunity and was put in a situation to choose. And what happened is they didn't check with their inside. They didn't check with what they already knew because they knew it, right? Because Paul had taught it and birthed this church out. What they did was they checked with the culture and what was being said, the wisdom that was being said in the culture and in, in religion. And what they did was they came up with error. So Chloe, uh, in the first chapter, wrote Paul a letter saying, Church of Corinthians is off the chain. It's a lot of division in there because anytime you go with your humanity, your humanity is self-righteousness and it's what I think I'm always right. Anytime you go with that, it's going to cause some chaos and it's going to cause some confusion. And what was happening with the church of Corinth, Chloe said, Paul, you need to come check on your children because they down here fighting over who baptized who. They over here fighting over who did this, that, and the other. The marriages began to be shaking and rocking in our sexual, the, uh, they were getting to uh, 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 live out sexual fantasies. Go back and read this stuff and, 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 and for yourself. And he says, they have gotten off course. So Paul urged the Corinthians in his letter not to get caught up in the human ideas and values, meaning you, you choosing, you either don't know what you're choosing, right, or you willingly choosing because you are fa more favorable in that area to self-serving. He says, do not get caught up in human ideals and values because it's based on what you can observe with your five senses. It's based on what you see, what it sounds like, what it smells like, what it tastes like, and the touch of it, the visible, and work out, work out, and you'll work it out 
through human reasoning. That's what human ideas and values is. You know, you see something and then your mind, your soul, if you are living in your carnality, your soul is the birthing place of thought and it begins to give image to what you see with your natural eye as if, if you know who you are spiritually and that, that's your soul on the inside of you, you begin to see images and, and that's the place, the birthing place of thought and you begin to see images from that place. He says, but this humanity, you better know this, you cannot discern spiritual things. That's why I say, if all you see is what your thoughts do, they do give indication, what your behavior does is give indications of where you are in thinking. But if all you know how to do is diagnose behavior, you don't know what's beneath the surface. Chapter 1, he's saying the grace, the spiritual influence of God was given to you in Christ Jesus. And that in everything, you, you were enriched, you were prosperous in him. In all utterance, meaning all speech, in all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you. But something happened that caused you to look outside of yourself. And we all have that. We all have that. Can I tell you that I never saw Paul got to the nitty-gritty in this thing, but he never judged them. He never. He encouraged them to realign themselves by the way of thought. Because the Greek, the Greek people said of death, the of Christ going to the cross and dying on the cross don't make sense to me that, that how y'all going to get saved by Christ dying on the cross. That's the question that they were asking. How you going to get saved? He said, somehow or another, you've gotten out of alignment and, and by way of thought. And Paul identified their behavior stemmed directly from their thoughts, from their heart, according to their source of knowledge. The Corinthians had failed to protect themselves from the decadent culture in the city. Woo. They had failed. See, it, it's easy to blame somebody else. They didn't force this knowledge on them. They chose. So Paul clarified that faith, what God said, depend upon the power of God. And the power of God is Christ. And Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God, the inner knowing, the wisdom of the heart. And God had already, in verse 11, I discussed last week, revealed, unveiled his wisdom by his spirit. So Paul says, we must speak wisdom among them that are perfect. We must have these conversations among them that are mature. Mature people understand the cross. And not only that, they follow after Christ. They says, I know I got to go through the death, the burial, and the resurrection within myself. And you're not going to catch. In other words, Paul was saying, y'all are acting real immature. So he says, this thing has to be worked out in you. And you can't listen to people that your journey may not make sense to them. But yet we stand there because of who they are. 
and try to explain to them why we're doing what we're doing. Why they stand there with the knowledge that they have and rightfully so. Slap talk you out of it. Make you timid and uncomfortable. And next thing you know, you're being influenced and following after. But Paul says this in verse 12. He says, now, now meaning today, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. And this word, world here is talking about cosmos. It's talking about the, uh, how the garden, how God, really talking about how God's original plan is out of order. It's out of order. And he says, this right here, you, we, we are not the spirit of out of order, confusion, and unknowing, and unaware. He said, but the spirit which is of God that we might know. We have received this spirit that we might know the things that are freely given to us. The purpose of accepting and receiving the spirit within you, within your soul, which is of God, so that we might know the things that are freely given to us by God. There is nothing we can do to earn this. We must accept it as the gift it is. It's our, our righteousness is as 50 rags. So we got to receive. We got to say, yes, this is me. Even when I don't understand it. Go ahead, tell your, your neighbor to just say yes. Even when you don't understand it. The spirit of the world is the external, the adverse thoughts. What you see on the surface according to your two eyes using the knowledge, using the knowledge from the tree of good and evil. The God of this world who blinds the mind of believers to the glory. As long as you keep looking outside of yourself for, what, for whatever it is that you are looking for, you are going to be blind to that, to the glory, to the revelation, to the insight that exists on the inside of you. And as long as you keep trying to be uh, uh, an external person my, my houses my cars my land look at me look at me look at me and so when you when you are doing that is you blind yourself you cut yourself off to what the knowledge really is on the inside of you that's the reason why the bible tells us to seek the kingdom of god first seek the place where spirit rule and reign and then things will be added to you you'll know exactly what you need and when you get it, you'll know exactly how to use it. How many insurance policies you've seen people get tons and tons of money and because of mindset, by the end of the uh, three, six months, all the money is gone. Why? Because my eyes was on the money. Money ain't evil. I just didn't know how to use it. I didn't know how to manage it. So the God of this world who keeps you blind, and they keep telling you it's the devil, it's Satan, which means Satan just means adversary. Satan just means your opponent. Your opponent is your carnality. And so when you're faced with a choice, who you choose? Who do you consult with? Do you ask yourself? Or do you go ask outside of you? What you think? What would you do? That means you don't know who you are. And the God of this world keeps you blind 
from, from, uh, from the glory that exists in you. What people fail to realize is this. When God put Adam to sleep, and he did, the Bible says it specifically. God put Adam to sleep, and we're thinking that, that he just put Adam to sleep, and, and, and Eve come out of him. He brought a woman, a physical woman out of him. And, 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 um, and, but here's the thing. In, in the, in the uh, uh, spirit what God did was he put Adam to sleep. What he did was he put him unconscious, right? He put him in a sleep place, and, and, and he separated. He put the partition between the spirit man and the soul. And, and, and what happened was, and he sold him back up and say, not Adam, you choose. Who is this? God never woke Adam back up. And it was at that point that Adam followed, followed outside of him and ate the, free, ate the fruit, right? And so it was at that point that God sent him away from the garden, his own mind, his spirit man, and say, go live. Y'all better hear me this morning and know what happened. And then while you were asleep, well, what does the parable say? While you were sleeping, Matthew 13, the, uh, it's like a man sowing good seed in the field. And while the men slept, the enemy came and sowed tares, sowed seeds of false grains, false knowledge among the wheat, which was truth, and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth, then appeared the tares. Here come the human thoughts. Why? Because you have been walking right here, sleep. Walking and making decisions and choices from your carnality. And then who you really are got overlaid by your humanity. So it, whatever age that you got saved and start, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about start coming into the truth. That's a long time. At the age of 24, I had done so much, but that's the, the moment when I got saved. I didn't really, uh, uh, which I, we know I was already saved. I was starting to come into the knowledge of it. But it it was only at the age of 30-something that I started realizing I been knew something went right. I sat in these churches and sat in these churches, and I said, something is not right. It, is, it has to be more to God than this. And what I didn't realize until recently is the fact that we were walking around here asleep, and what I did in my humanity is not me. And that is the purpose for you coming into the knowledge of who you are. And you got to say I was asleep. You got to find a real place within yourself to say, honey, I might have did it, but I was asleep. I might have said it, but I was in a coma. Y'all don't hear me this morning, but what's getting ready to happen is, now that I understand and I have a real place within myself, here's the thing. Here's the thing. But Jesus says this in the parable. He says, the men that was working for the farmer come back and say, you want us to start getting them up? He said, no. I want you to listen to something. He says this. He said, let both grow together until the harvest. And in the harvest time, right, we'll say to the reapers, gather ye together first the tares, bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn in my storehouse. 
The word harvest here means the act of reaping, of winning, of uh, gathering other men and women into the kingdom of God. So he says this parable right here. He says, let, let your humanity overlay your spirit, who you really are. Because it's after a while, it's, it's going to be harvest time. And, and, and in this thing right here, he says, gather ye together, all y'all that, all y'all my hellfire and brimstone people. Because when harvest time come, when it's time for you to be awakened who you are, and you start choosing, you start realizing, you start seeing the light, the revelation that exists on the inside of you. See, this time the world not going to end by water, but next time it's going to end. Y'all don't hear me this morning, it's going to end by fire. And in the New Testament, the Holy Ghost name is fire, the consuming fire, baby. And when it's harvest time, when you start choosing the Holy Ghost, the real you, the true you on the inside of you, that's the fire, baby, that's going to come up, going to consume your humanity. Y'all keep waiting on the world to end by fire naturally. It is harvest time. It is the gathering of the men and women, baby. Y'all don't hear me. And God, the spirit that dwells on the inside of you, the fire that's going to kill Yeah, y'all on fire. Some of y'all in here are actually on fire. And it's going to consume your humanity. It is you. You got to choose and say, I put you to death. You was when I was asleep, and I'm no longer asleep, baby. I am coming into the knowledge of who I am. And I understand that that fire that burned, that won't let me sleep. That won't let me rest. Y'all don't hear me this morning. It won't let me stay comfortable where I am. Although I act out of character, as soon as I get by myself, my inner man say, now you know that's not you. I'm not going to let you go. Y'all don't hear me this morning. It is to let it all grow together. And in the time of harvest, in the time of reaping, of winning, and gathering men and women, not to your church, not to your denomination, not to your organization, but to the kingdom of God where God dwells, rules, and reigns. Y'all don't hit me on the inside of y'all. Yeah, catch on fire. The consuming fire will not be water next time. And what's going to happen is it's going to consume up your real self. It's going to consume, going to burn up that that overlaid you while you were asleep. Do I have anybody that say, Pastor Prather, I feel it on the inside of me. I sense it on the inside of me. And I understand that I am coming alive and I'm coming alive to that that exists on the inside of me. And it's not the spirit of this world, but it's the spirit of God that dwells on the inside of me. That I might know the things that God has freely given to me. I am the word that has been spoken over my own life. The problem is, can I hear it? And I'm telling you, when you begin to understand who you are and the voice that dwells on the inside of you, you'll stop skipping and hopping into line and lines and want everybody on Facebook to pray for you and wanting this, that, and the other and buying handkerchiefs and buying, buying water, all these tangible things that does not allow you to reach that on the inside of you. But that well that runs on the inside of you, that, but that, that fire that burns on the inside of you, it won't let you stay where you are. And I dare you to put it in charge of your life. 
Your carnality has ran the temple long enough. Your carnality is being evicted. Yeah, y'all might as well put your hands on it. Because I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you in Facebook land. Let it grow together. Woo! I created my life by knowing myself as mere human and spoke from what I knew, from the seed, from the knowledge that veiled my soul, my spirit, that veiled God's original thoughts of me. The truth is there's nothing outside of me. All I see is me. There is nothing outside of me. What I see outside of me is, going, is, is in correlation to what is going on inside of me. So I will no longer blame anybody else. The only thing I got to do is, is, is bring these, let them grow together. And then when I start hearing the call inside of me, that means it's harvest time, baby. It's harvest time. The truth is there's nothing outside of us. All we see is us. It is harvest time. The gathering of men and women in the kingdom of God through Christ, our sight our through Christ, our sight, our perception changes and we perceive God from our knowing and it's not based on a feeling and it's not based on anything outside of you. Preaching the gospel is so that you can understand that you are free, that you can understand that nothing holds you down. It is your mindset that has you in captivity. It's your own thinking that have you in captivity. And the good news, the revelation of Christ is this, that I am rich in spirit. I am free and forgiven. My spiritual sight is restored. I am free. I am, I, I am free through those thoughts that oppressed me and the experience that I believe crushed me to proclaim the reason for my freedom. To proclaim, y'all don't hear me. I said the reason for my, for my freedom is to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, which means to announce that my freedom through the lens of Christ. I am going to announce that I'm no longer bound. Nothing can hold me captivity. That the entire time has just been my thoughts. It's been my thoughts. And if I start at a real place within myself and stop all this complaining and want other people to do to me. I was telling Teresa the other day when we was talking and I told her, I said, I was thinking the thoughts, some of the thoughts that I was thinking. And my spirit rose up and said, even if that became what you wanted to be, it's not the best version of it because that's your carnality. That's the reason why we fight. Christ came to restore the good in everything. Christ came to restore the good in everything. That's the reason why I don't preach against sin. Why? Because this era thinking, that's a given. That's when you were asleep. So my thing is to tell you that that that's on the inside of you that keep waking you up at 2 and 3 o'clock and you standing up looking around, you hearing your name called. You hear somebody knocking on the door. Why? Because that's God saying it's time for me and you to reunite, reunite and get back together. It's time for you to put that human knowledge in its place it's time for you to put to realize the partition is your own thoughts Christ came to restore change your sight your perception that you see that everything is good and you stop trying to say what's good what's right and what's wrong 
See, that is your carnality. That is your human thinking and your human reasoning. Christ tore, he rent the veil. And now we have full access to the spirit of God. Our soul is literally free. And what we're doing is sitting in jail with the door wide open. Nobody is watching us. Why? Because we're free. We're only there because of our own thinking. We're only there because we're sleepwalking. And we want and we love that place. So if anybody challenged that place, and I'm talking about religion, I'm talking about generations, generational curses, I'm talking about culture, I'm talking about everything. And if any of your experiences, your environment, and what happens is they're going to challenge you. And that's what Paul was saying to, to Corinthians. You really think the Greek ain't going to keep saying what they're saying? You really think the culture not going to keep saying what they're saying? You the one got to choose. He called you. And not to get this thing twisted and understand this, that it's, that it's not in judgment. I'm just trying to get you. You are where you are because you were influenced outside of yourself. We have received the spirit which is of God that we might know the things of God. Who better to ask the question? And they be saying, don't, you can't question God. Yes, you can. You want to know the plan of God. And the only reason why we're on there saying, God put $50,000 in. I drunk this miracle spring water. And he put, I received a check. The lady couldn't even get it out in, 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 the, in the bank. Because you drank water? <laughs> we have received the spirit which is of God that we might know the plan yeah. of God that he freely gives to us. So accept your freedom to live from the wisdom of God within you. The spirit of God here is talking about the soul, the pneuma, the breath that, that he breathed into Adam, and Adam became a living soul. See, what you got to understand is another knowledge up under that knowledge that you have, that you, you gained when you were asleep. And as I said before, your soul is the birthing place of thought. It's where we give image, a picture to words and revelation. See, what we don't realize is we were created in his image, that this is how we twin. We copy the mind of God. We hear it, and then and we see the words, and then we have an image, a picture of it in us. But also, if, if my, my molestation and rape is running my life, then I hear that voice, and it gives an image and a picture of it. Yeah. And then I speak it. Yeah. See, that's what I'm trying to tell y'all. We know how to do it. We did. We do it in our carnality. The hidden wisdom is not written in a book, but written in our hearts. And God ordained this before the world and to, unto our glory. Uh, 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 uh. So if people come and say they never heard what you're talking about or what I'm preaching about, tell them they got it's, this is not surface level, that you got to go a little bit deeper within yourself. And verse 11, I didn't read it, I read that last week, said it's revealed to you as you go deeper within yourself. God revealed his plan to you, which meaning you are not coming through me to get nothing. My job is to tell you that you're free. 
My job is to tell you that you can see spiritually. My job is to tell you nothing can bound you and hold you. I am not your God. You don't have to go through another man. You got to go through yourself. This is why the gospel, I need the gospel preached to me that you don't hear that often. Y'all, come on here. You don't hear? They tell you how to fight an opponent that's not real. They tell you how to give to, you give it to me, and it's going gonna, it's, it's, it's gonna to come back to you. And, and, and I'm not saying don't give to your pastor. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you got to literally put the work in for yourself. The moment I stop telling you is the moment y'all should tell me I ain't telling y'all, even if y'all not doing nothing that I say. It's always my job to preach. Go back and listen what, what, what Jesus said when he come out that wilderness. And let me tell you this, while he was in the wilderness, he was tempted three times by his carnality, the devil, his adversary thoughts. And see, what we don't understand is why we were asleep and what we experienced while we were asleep is what gave us the adverse thoughts. We couldn't come up with the plan of God from why we were having that experience, why we was born in the family we was born in, why the things happened the way they is. And so we come up with our own adversary against ourselves. So now... The going and finding the real place within ourselves is saying, going back, I'm going to stand toe-to-toe with the adversary thoughts that I have. And God, why did you allow this? What was the purpose? Well, I want to see you in it so that I can come out with the right plan of God for my life. Am I making sense? Your carnality created an adversary. This is why we need the gospel. It told you that you was broken hearted. It, it gave you the illusion that your heart, your spirit could actually break. And we've had a whole ton of conferences about pieces. When Paul said about by, uh, 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 Moses, he says he had that veil on his face so that the people couldn't even tell that the glory was faded. It was nothing behind there. I created it in my own mind. I said, according to what's right and what's wrong, this is what it is. But through Christ, I get to go back and look at it from a higher perception. I get to go back and look at it from a God perception. Why did you allow me to do this? Why did you allow this to be done to me? Why did you allow me to be born into this? Why did you give me the parents that I had? Why did I grow up broke that created an adversary? And when I said I was going to get money, and when I got money, I went and I got every credit card that was. I made sure I was the sharpest thing in in the group that I was in. Why? Because my mothers made my clothes because we were broke and Daisy could sew. 
And so what she did was, instead of me looking at my mama making sure my hinder parts was covered and I was never, I was always clothed and she sold everything, my smart myself said, I wanted to go to Allies and, 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 I, and buy me some Jordash. And, and I even told her that, you know what, you are, if you could put some, some uh, the sole of a tennis shoe through that sewing machine, you'll make me some shoes. So it created an adverse thought in my mind that when I grow up, I'm buying any and everything that I want. But what, it, what my mind didn't tell me was that at the age of 21, my credit would be ruined and that I had every credit card and they didn't tell me I was going to have to pay them people back. But can I tell you I was sharp as a tack? Can I tell you I had it going on? Why? Because me not paying attention and being thankful for what my mama did because I didn't go naked and I never went hungry. The lights was never cut off. And I'm telling y'all, I'm coming into the knowledge of this stuff myself because I'm going back investigating my own life. So I don't care that y'all know. Because the truth of the matter is, why am I hiding from y'all? So I'm giving y'all some real places. So I had to ruin my credit. Couldn't get nothing, but I had them clothes. Y'all crazy. But I had them clothes. And me looking at what other people had with my two eyes. I'm just giving y'all some real places to start because y'all pretend a lot. Y'all, I like y'all don't know. Y'all do. I don't, I don't know what I mean. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, I, I'm trying to. I don't, I don't understand. All right, so I'm gonna give y'all some of my stuff. So, because of circumstances and situations when I was young, just figured this out about two years ago. Uh, I, uh, I actually, people that know me before I got saved know I was gangster, and, and I cussed a lot. And I cussed everybody out, everybody. I, still, I don't even know if I can fight still, but my mouth and my words were so brutal, nobody bothered me. <laughs> and don't let me start drinking, which turned into an alcoholic because of my adverse thoughts. And so it, it started like a snowball effect. Had all the credit cards, I was sharp, I was a drunkest. Turned into a bride of turkey every time every night. Went back and researched, investigated myself, I come up with why. So I started working on that. Some of the people had died, I couldn't go dig them up, but I could write a letter and I could say stuff outside because my goal was not to be right and not to hold them. The goal was for me to be free. <laughs> That's why I come in here the, and I dance and I praise like I do. It ain't about stuff. Because when your soul get free, you can rest. Yeah. 
when your soul get free, your blood pressure go down. When your soul get free, your A1C come on, come on, hook down. You and the doctor looking crazy. I am a word. And I got to do the work to get to that that's on the inside of me. And so I got to start looking at it from a God perception that I, I looked at, I didn't have toys. I didn't have natural things. And I was walking down the hallway, and if you ever been in our office, when I, my office is in the back, and when I come down, it's a locked door right there, and, and it's a foyer, there's another door going out. And I'm walking down the hallway in my mind, and right as I get to the door, a light come on. You, and, and God started uh, uh, reminding me of all the time that my mama shared with us. See, we didn't have have tangible things and what we used to do was we used to play cards a lot she taught all us how to play spade that's why when you see me jump I'm smacking it down on the table running them know what I'm talking about and I'm standing up I don't forgot all about what's going on and so and so but we played caught and we played different uh spade and different things like that and then she would cook we always had a meal and when I got to the door I turned around and I told uh, uh and Tavia and and Pam and Keisha might have been there at that particular time and I say I'm so so into my mind about what I didn't have growing up a light bulb just came on my mama spent plenty of time with us it just wasn't in what I the, in my adverse thought as to what I thought it should be yeah. Yeah. I see nothing in the refrigerator when Daisy get home you smell some gravy some biscuit rising it's like where in the world that food come from and because adversary said you didn't have a childhood and you didn't have tangible things, here my foolish self took me until 30-something going on 40 to get my credit straightened out. That's the reason why I go like I am. I am a word spoken over my life. And I need to hear me on the inside of me. This is why the spirit... That this is why the gospel needs to be preached. Because I need to know I'm whole and I'm complete. Nothing about me is missing. Everything about me is right. And the spirit, my true self, and this is what's going on with most of y'all, is not content with the surface level of human knowledge anymore. Because the fire has started burning. You are not so consumed with external things. But my soul is ready to dive into the depths of God and bring out what God had planned for me to all along, the hidden wisdom that have not hit this earth realm yet, but it is coming through me. Put your hands on it, I said, and it is coming through you. Read yourself, study yourself. Let's start having a mature conversation. We receive the spirit that we might know the things that are freely given to us. And once we know it, verse 13 says, we got to begin to speak it. Come on, God. After we know it, then we speak what we know. And I wrote this down. I'm not acting funny. But my conversation changes when my knowledge changes. Shout mature conversation. Mature conversation. Y'all say it. Say it like you mean it. We now speak from, the, from within, from the hidden wisdom, which had been hidden for ages and generations, but has now been revealed to all who have trusted Christ 
for salvation. That is why Paul was saying to the Corinthians, that you cannot follow human wisdom. Human wisdom will not allow you to break through yourself within yourself to the spirit knowledge, the hidden wisdom that exists on the inside of you. So let me ask you this. I said, where are all my born again people at? Where are my born again people at? Wait, is anybody in here born again? Speak wisdom from above is freely available to whoever will take the time and effort to seek it out. The reason for your rebirth is for you to be born again spiritually. That you know who you are. Not to come in here saying, do it, God. I'm waiting on you, God. Make it happen, God. Because when we were asleep, religion made us dependent. It made us think everything that God have said that will be done on the inside of us is actually going to be done outside of us, including the second coming. He's going to crack one of these physical clouds. Yeah, and we're going to be standing there so we can be caught up with him. But I'm telling you, he's coming in your soul. The Christ consciousness, it's about a mindset and consciousness. He's going to crack your soul. He's coming through that cloudy part of you that's saying this is, that is not who you are. Your true self, your spirit, your soul searches the deep things of God and reveals them to us through the breath. We must come out of the books in intellect. Oh, my goodness. We must come out of the book in intellect. The Bible is telling us in John chapter 5, verse 39, and this is Jesus talking to the religious people. He said, you searching the scriptures for you looking for eternal life. He said, that ain't what the scripture is about. The scripture is about my coming that's coming down. I'm, this time I'm coming with on the inside of you. So keep looking for the scriptures outside of you. That's it. it but the thing is, the scriptures about that that exists on the inside of you. Yes, we must come out of the book, the book, the Bible, set of principles and guides that, that tell us, uh, that opens us up to the awareness of what we have. But it don't tell you what you actually have. It, it just tell you you got it. Your job is to find out what you got. So my question is, why are we teaching that the rhema word is what we live by? The rhema is the preach word. It's not what we live by. That's the, we should be preaching the, the rhema is about the gospel. Telling you that you're free. The logos, the Christ consciousness, the anointing. It's what we live by. Our human mind, minds can, uh, uh, can understand things that you see and, 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 and what you can touch, but there's a limit to that. God does not belong to that world. If we want to know him, we must know him in our spirit. And, and John chapter 4, verse 24 says this, And our spirit is there until God gives life to us by the Holy Spirit. That's why you're being taught by the Holy Spirit. We speak of the things not in words taught or supplied by human and wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit, combining and interpreting spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. This is how we are guided by the Holy Spirit, and this is how you walk into the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust the desires of your flesh it's not a look it's not it's not a look it's a knowing the natural man you better understand this can will not receive the things of the spirit 
for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. In other words, why the knowledge that you had while you were asleep in anybody else does not accept the teachings and the revelation of the spirit for they foolish what, what we have to do, what Paul was saying, the Greek was saying, what y'all talking about going through this Christ uh, and Christ dying on this cross don't make sense to me. So if, they, if it's foolish to them and he's incapable of understanding them because they are spiritually discerned. Romans 8 says this, six and, verse 6 and 7, the natural man is dead. The natural man is asleep and unconscious. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Nobody can disturb your peace is if you are operating spirit, spirit, fruit of the spirit. It's, it's peace is spirit. So if anything is uprooting your spirit, it's you. Nobody, you just don't have peace inside you, and it's a direct correlation to what the peace that you have that you don't have outside of you because you don't have peace inside of you, and nobody can disrupt, take your peace. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. The carnal mind is the enemy, the enmity, the Bible calls it, E-N-I-M-T-Y, of God. For it's not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So what I am encouraging each of you is to know your opponent. You are where you are because of where you are in your own mind. Verse 15, but he that is spiritual judges all things. Your spirit man looks at everything, yet he himself is judged of no man. In other words, the spirit man judges all things. It questions, it examines every thought, but only apply what the spirit reveals, meaning I know the voice of God within me. And who say we can't question God? Who better to ask? It's me. But I see everything within me, right? And I make, I choose to have this mature conversation because I choose to know Jesus and the resurrection. And so I know when the God inside of me is talking, yet I don't judge nobody else. We are not subject to another man any other way. Why? Because Romans 14 declares that the judging happens within man and he asks Ask this question in the message Bible. He says, why do you criticize your brother? Why do you look down on your brother? For we all stand before the judgment seat of Christ, who is judge alone. That is the reason why Jesus said in the parable, let them all grow together. Because after a while, my people are going to realize that I exist on the inside of them. And this fire going to get started on the inside of them. And I'm not going to judge you. What I'm going to do is link up with my brother and sister. We all got to go to the seat. We all got to go to this place within ourselves so that we can rediscover ourselves and find out what is being said of us. That's the reason why I don't mind telling y'all things about me and the things that I have come to come through. Because I am giving myself a real place within myself to grow, to develop, so that I can get to the voice on the inside of me. And if I don't give myself a real place, that means my foundation is cracking. And when I begin to build, when I begin to go on and declare to y'all, this is who I am in God. This is what God say. This is what I'm going to do. And then when the opportunity come, and if my foundation have a crack in it, and I've been smoking with y'all and not telling the real truth as to where I am, you're going to see it crumble. 
I said, you will see it crumble. But if I use this to give myself a real place to start in myself, and I come before you and I say, this is what God's saying. This is what I'm going after. And I have the opportunity to choose. So I reason within myself. And when I choose what is better, the, the, the knowing within me, when I know the voice of God, when I have connected and I become one with what is being said on the inside of me, you're going to know it because you're going to see also see that fruit in my life. So you can keep faking it and it keep falling down or you can give yourself a real place within yourself to start. When I would go through my closet, I, I started, I have to admit, I would get absolutely convicted and that was not the purpose of it. The purpose of it was to convince me it was another way. You in there got so many clothes, the thing broke three times. Then each time, I'm finding stuff still with tags on it. I'm, some of these women in here are my witness. I just give stuff away to clear out my closet. But I was clearing out my closet, but I wasn't clearing out my mind. So I don't know how many times I did that, that I brought bags of clothes. Some stuff still with the tag on it. Some stuff I might have worn it one time. And here I am still physically doing something, but my closet end up right back full. So I start checking when I realize that's, that's where all my money is. And about three or four years ago, God said, I need you to start managing my inner man, your money. Start knowing where it is because of where you're going. When I say go, I'm giving you the money so that for me, learn how to use your money, not to go put it in things to look like something for y'all. I'm telling you, the day I start waiting for church to start and then I make my entrance, somebody please come get me. I'm 30 minutes late. Y'all waiting on me because I'm all there. I'm just trying to tell you how religion got us. No, Jesus was among the people. Getting in their head and not allowing them to influence him, but he influencing them. Verse 16, for who had known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? Christ, the Logos, listen at this, is the amen, the so be it of God. All this, the, what God promised you was the Christ consciousness. He ain't promised you, that's the reason why he didn't promise you no house, no car, no land. Because when you get this, you got everything. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and right standing. Where he rule and reign spirit. And the things are going to come. See, you want to seek the kingdom first because seeking the kingdom helped you manage your life, helped you manage your thought process, helped you know what you need to be a part of and what you don't need to be a part of. 
through this process, you'll discover you are what you have been in search of the entire time. It's just like following Clark Kent into the phone booth and coming out Superman. It's just like following Jesus, the natural man, to the cross and being elevated to the Christ consciousness. Y'all don't hear me today. I said this thing is about you investigating and searching out yourself. It's just like you understanding that I'm going to walk into this, this phone booth and I'm going to change real quick and I'm going to put the super on the man and I'm coming out and nothing is going to be able to contain me. I'm going to be able to use my superpower. What is my superpower? That voice that dwells on the inside of me. So that is the reason why we follow Jesus, the natural man, to the cross so that the spirit man can come forth. Christ chose the way of the cross to further the kingdom. Y'all don't hear me. You choose the way of the cross to further the kingdom of God. And from your humorous perspective, it's going to look foolishness. But John says this, now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world, meaning ignorance, you being asleep, be cast out. And if I be lifted up. If the Christ consciousness on the inside of you be resurrected and lifted up in consciousness, I'll draw. If I be lifted up from the earth by death, yes, I'm coming from under my humanity and into the knowing capacity to embrace my true identity. I am a son. Is there anyone around you who knows God's spirit? Anyone who knows what he's doing? It has been answered. Christ knows. And the scripture tells us that you and I have the Christ consciousness. The mind of Christ. I can do nothing and I'm done. This got Jesus in trouble in chapter, in 